is up world welcome to the fourth episode of skills for living where we talk about millennial wisdom and today's topic will be perseverance how long can you go through something without giving up the example i have today is job the book of job in the bible if some of us went through what job went through we would not be here today job lost all his riches he lost his children He even got sick and he still made it through. And one thing Job did was the whole time he was going through, he never once cursed God. He never once said, God, this is your fault. So I think Job is a great example to look at for persevering, going through. Today, we can look at the pandemic and um, just everyday stuff that people go through. And we can ask ourselves, how was my posture through going through this? Am I complaining every day? Am I waking up? And uh, like I said last week, the first thing that I think about is my problem. Um, Well, of course, you're going to be depressed. Of course, you're going to be sad and angry. If every day you wake up, the first thing you think about is your problem. So ask yourself, how's my posture when I'm going through something? I'm not saying you have to be happy-go-lucky and you have to be just in a good mood all the time. No, you're human. You have the right to show your emotions. But after you show your emotion, now it's time to start coming up with a solution. Put your head together with somebody you trust. Put your head together with uh, someone who you love and try to figure out the best way to tackle your problem. The best things you can do when you're going through a trial, test, just hard times is just be grateful. Look at what's around you. Look at what you have. Uh, Don't focus on what you don't have because it's always going to be something that you don't have. We take the homeless population, right? They can complain every day about something, but they still have to get up. They still have to find a way to eat. They still have to figure out where they're going to sleep. But I guarantee you, once they get that meal or once they get that place to to stay, they're grateful. And here we are with options looking in our refrigerator uh, of what to eat. And we have the bed that we sleep in every night, the apartment that we go to every day. And yet we find so much to complain about. So it's all about a perspective shift. And I think that we have to look in the mirror every day and remind ourselves you have so much to be grateful for. And just remember that. And it'll take some time because you've been thinking about your situation one way for so long. It may be hard for you to get out of that way of thinking in order to change your perspective on your situation for the better. But it's worth it. It's worth it because once your perspective has shifted, you'll be able to appreciate where you're at in your situation. And waiting becomes a little more easier. And the next thing or the next phase comes a little more naturally organic. So basically, a perspective change leads to an increase in patience. And one thing I've learned is to never pray for patience because (laughs) your prayer will definitely be answered. You're going to go through some things and you may have to go through them longer than you expected to go through them. But uh, another thing is our expectations when it comes to situations, they will never just change when you want them to change. Because maybe God is trying to show you something within you or God is trying to pull something out of you in this situation. So we definitely have to be thankful for the situations that we go through because we don't know why we're going through them until after we go through them. For example, uh, a person can be can say their whole life, oh, I'm not a people person. Um, 
I don't like people. People make me angry. People, people, people. But you're supposed to be a therapist. Like you're basically blocking what God has for you. Like you're you're basically blocking your gift because you say out of your mouth, oh, I don't like people. I don't like people. But God needs you to work in a field for people. So we never know why we're going through a situation and we never know what we need to learn for that situation. So we have to be mindful of what we say out of my mouth, out of our mouths. The Bible says life and death lie in the power of the tongue. So you can't say, oh, I suck at uh, sports and you're destined to be this this great athlete. But if you continue to say you suck, you ultimately will suck and you'll believe that you suck because you keep on saying it. Say good things about yourself, especially while you're going through a situation. Like I said, if you say everything is terrible, everything is bad every day that you wake up, that's what it's going to be. Your perception is your reality. So if you perceive everything around you to be bad, then that's what it is. It's bad. Even the good things. Right. That's why I said earlier, you have to be grateful for the good while you're going through your situations. But when we go through things, sometimes we put ourselves in situations that God has nothing to do with. With us being human, you know, God gives us the choice. He gives us free will so we can choose to either worship him or not worship him. But he gives us the consequences to not doing what he asks us to do. So. Just because somebody gets addicted to crack, like God didn't make God does not make a person get addicted to crack. Those are decisions that we make as people that ultimately we have to learn from to tell other people not to do. So a lot of decisions we make as humans, we put ourselves in holes. But God being so gracious and kind and the loving God that he is, he still is there with us to pull us out of the out of those situations. God loves us. And he shows us that every day, every day we get to wake up, like God is showing you, I still love you. And I still have a purpose for you on this earth. Like the fact that we're all born, that we were all born and that we're here and that you're listening to this right now, God loves you and you have a purpose on this earth. So whatever you're going through right now is not the end of the world. It's not, it's not the worst. There may be something that's going to be worse than this that happens. Sharing a personal note with you, uh, 2019 was absolutely hell, like, for me and my wife. 2019 was, like, one of the worst years of our our lives. We were going through things with our apartment. Our apartment had flooded twice. We were only down to one car, and the car was, like, a 98 Corolla and wasn't really working too good. And uh, we had money problems, like everything was just bad. But one thing was we just had to love each other and grow with each other. And ultimately, our situation around us got better. We still had to suffer. We still had to go through. But we couldn't forget the good things that we had. And the good thing, the, the main good thing that we had was each other. God gave us each other to go through that. Look at the people around you. If everybody disappears, when you start going through something, who do you have around you? Who's in your circle, right? Because when you start going through something, that's when you're supposed to have people around you to lean on. You can't be prideful because pride comes before a fall. And if you're prideful and you're rejecting the help that people are offering you, why? 
You know, is it pride? Is it oh, I gotta I gotta go through this on my own. I gotta do this on my own. No, you don't. You don't have to go through anything on your own. God sends you people, but our pride will reject the people that God sends you, or it will reject the lessons that you're supposed to learn. Because and and ultimately, right, you'll end up in this cycle. Jonathan McReynolds sings this song. It's called Cycles. If you haven't heard it, you should listen to it. Um, in one line, he says is that the devil learns from your mistakes even when we don't. And that's true because you can be going through the same thing over and over and over again. And all you had to do was ask for help, but you didn't ask for help. So here you are back in this cycle, back in this back in this area of confusion. Right. For God is not the author of confusion. He he gives us everything we need to get it right. He gives us people. He gives us the Bible. We have the Holy Spirit. That's literally God himself speaking to us. We have the answers. It's just, when are we going to hear the answers? When are we going to perceive our the answers that we're getting to be, oh, that's it. Like, when is it going to click? When are we going to understand it? And one thing I've learned is that when you do the same thing over and over again, and you expect something different to happen, that's literally called insanity. Doing the doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting a different result. So when we ask people or we ask God, or we pray about our situation, whatever we're the situation that we're going through, we have to ask, what's what needs to change, Lord? Um, what in me needs to change? What needs to what needs to be different so that I can make it through this situation? You never want to be that person who is repeating the same cycle over and over again just because they refuse to ask for help. With all that being said, I think it's so important for us to reach out. Don't let our pride get the best of us. Just remember that ultimately we're going through this test. We're going through this trial for a reason. It's 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 bringing something out of us. It's bringing something good out of us or it's bringing something bad out of us that needs to be out of our lives so that we can move on to the next phase. Um, just remember that you have everything pertaining to life and godliness. Jesus loves you. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Skills for Living. Follow us at Skills for Living Podcast on Instagram. Email us at skillsnashville at gmail.com. I appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Peace out.